On this week's episode of the Marketing Expedition Podcast, we talked to Rebecca Simon, and she's a virtual service provider coach and the founder of the Success Society, a corporation that has helped hundreds of women launch and scale their online service-based businesses. She leads and teaches virtual assistants, or VAs, and online business managers, OBMs, through one-on-one and group coaching programs. And we talk about TikTok and getting started on TikTok and how Rebecca grew her following on the platform to over 21,000 followers in a year. So she's going to talk about tips and how to convert to followers and all kinds of good stuff. All right, without further ado, let's get into our interview with Rebecca Simon. Welcome to Pepper Shock Media's Marketing Expedition Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in marketing and advertising. Now, here's your host, Ray Allen. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen, and the co-founder of Pepper Shock Media, as well as the founder of the Marketing Expedition Community. And today's guest, we have Rebecca Simon. Simon, I should have asked you. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, Simon, thank you. So Rebecca, tell our audience a little more about yourself and what you do and how you got to where you are today. Yes. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you and be here today. So um, yeah, a little bit about me is I am a virtual service provider coach. So I help virtual assistants and online business managers and other virtual service providers launch, grow, and scale their businesses. Um, So that's my title in a nutshell, what I do. Um, so my background, I actually came from corporate. I was the director of human resources. I worked for companies like Target, um, 24 hour fitness. I worked for kind of the big name corporations and, um, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur and I always had this gut and urge and like, I always wanted to be this business owner, but I thought being in HR meant that, you know, I'd always have to work for a business and I could never have my own business. Um, And as I was in HR and as I was um, climbing the corporate ladder, I was doing really, really well in my career. I wanted to make extra money. And there gets to be a certain point in your life where, I don't know if you've experienced this, but like, you don't want to babysit other people's kids anymore. (laughs) You like get to a point where you just don't want to babysit. You don't want to do any dog sitting or any house sitting. Um, so I was one of those people that like Googled, like how to make money online. Mm-hmm. Um, and I fell upon the world of virtual assisting and I was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. I could totally do this. Um, and I started working as a virtual assistant just as a way to make some extra money. And it spiraled from there. <laughs> um, I slowly got more and more into my virtual assistant business and less excited about my corporate career. And I learned how to leverage all of my HR skills and apply them into my business um, and really accelerate my business growth um, and was able to transition into an online business manager. And now I'm a coach. So that was my story summed up in a nutshell. I know it was kind of a lot, but here here I am. And um, yeah. Right. And you really started at the perfect time. I mean, it was BC before COVID, right? I mean, it started in what you said, 2019 when we were talking? 
2019. Yes, I started as a VA in 2019 um, before COVID, before any of that. Right. <laughs> I started at a great time. And now the virtual assistant industry and the virtual service provider industry is just booming because of COVID. Everyone with everyone going remote, everyone has kind of this ability to hire remotely and really hire virtual assistants and other virtual service providers that they might not would have been able to hire otherwise. Well, and it's always fun when the VA has hired a VA herself, right? Yep. (laughs) Yes, I do. I did have, there was a point um, in my business too, where I had to learn to outsource and that, you know, help was okay. And that there's only a certain amount of hours in a day <laughs> that you can work. Um, so I did hire a VA not only for myself, um, but mostly for my business operations, like for my marketing and for my own lead engagement and stuff like that. Um, I definitely outsourced and I, uh, it's everyone's like, is it okay for a VA to have a VA? But it's more common than you think. So yeah, I know. I think that's great. A great way to scale your business and be able to utilize other people's skills that maybe they have different skill sets that you can capitalize on and then you can focus on what you want to focus on and they can do what you don't otherwise want to do or have time to do, right? I mean, that's the beauty of having a VA, right? Exactly. And that's what I always preach when people ask me about the virtual assistant industry or is it, you know, like what, how would I benefit from a virtual assistant? And the term virtual assistant is such an umbrella term too. Like there's so many different niches and areas of expertise and specialties. And, um, there's, it's such a broad term that there's so many different categories of, of different types of VAs and virtual service providers out there. So really what it is, is you're outsourcing really, truly the things that will give you the most time in your back, back in your day and um, really will make the most out of having a virtual assistant. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I am a big advocate of hiring others to do things that you don't want to do or don't have the time to do, or maybe don't have the talent. So it's time, talent, and treasure, right? What do you treasure most if it's your time, spending time on doing the things you love to do versus the things that other people may love more to do than you, right? Exactly. Exactly. So what are some success stories that you've had along the way that you've helped others in this process? My, I think my biggest successes that I've had is really being able to help others leave their nine to five. So from someone who thought that being in corporate, I could never have my own business or start my own business and I didn't even know how or what I could offer as a service or what I could provide to others, or even if it would be of value. So I think for me, my success really comes from when that um, client is able to leave their nine to five and they're making the same amount of money that they made in their corporate salary. And not only that, they have the freedom to live their life and they have the freedom to say no, to take a vacation, to do all of these things that they've never experienced before. So um, I've had quite a few people be able to leave their nine to fives and travel the world and live their dream life. So that's something that I am super, super proud of. So tell me a little bit more about coaching other people who do what you do or what you started to do. And you mentioned earlier when we were talking before that 
you wish you would have had a way to kind of go through this process and have help. So now what have you done for them? Yeah, the way I kind of, well, the way I pivoted into coaching, I guess, was a little unusual and a little unconventional, I will say. I didn't just pivot into coaching and start a coaching program and do all of the things and do one-on-one. I started when I was a, um, I, so I was a VA and I transitioned into an OBM type of role. And I had this need to have like-minded people and business friends and people that just understood around me. And then I was thinking through and I was like, gosh, when I first started my business, I wish I had a group, like a community of people that were going through the same things as me, the people that understood what challenges could celebrate my wins, could really understand and understand the industry that, that I was in. Um, and looking back, I did not want to invest thousands of dollars into a course or, um, a coach. And I didn't really have that. And I wanted to make sure that this was something that it was going to work out long-term for me before I made that big investment. So I, started the Success Society, which is a community for virtual service providers, um, where it's a way for, you know, it's a way for new entrepreneurs and experienced entrepreneurs to come together to have that support, and then to also get training and get the tools and, um, you know, have the opportunity to jump on live coaching calls and get that experience if someone's maybe not ready to invest in a coach or if they just want that ongoing support and community, because it doesn't matter how, where you are in your, your journey, entrepreneurship, and it gets lonely, you know, it gets lonely. And having that community of people to celebrate your wins and be there for you when you need them is so, so important. So your ideal client now is other people looking to get into the industry, to get into being a virtual assistant or, you know, a service provider for people. Tell me a little bit more about the the types of people that you would love to coach. My ideal client is someone who is determined and motivated and is ready to take action. Someone that has a why. If I get on a call with someone and I ask them, what's your why? And they can't answer that question. Like, what is your why? Why do you want to become a VA? Or why do you like, if they can't answer that basic question, I immediately am like, I am not a fit for you. (laughs) I am not a fit for you. I love to work with people who are passionate. um, And even if you don't necessarily know how to, you know, what to offer as a virtual assistant or a virtual service provider, someone that at least is just committed and is um, wants to make that change in their life and wants to create that dream business. And then together we can figure out and work through, okay, let's look at your experience. Let's look at your jobs that you've had previously. Let's look at your life and look at your experience and and find together what services you can offer to businesses and, um, create that business together. Even if you don't know what to offer, even if you've never been a virtual assistant before, I think a lot of the times too, people are like, well, I've never been a virtual assistant before, so no one will want to hire me. So working through a lot of the times they do have the experience, they just don't realize it, or there are some mindset blocks that we need to work through. So figuring out together how you can position yourself as the expert they are with the experience they have to be a successful virtual service provider. 
So for our listeners who maybe have never hired a VA, what are some of the services that are typically offered from a virtual assistant? I know you said there's lots of different niches, but give, give me like the top five things that a VA can do for someone. Oh gosh, a VA can do so much. There are VAs for social media, someone that can just schedule your posts and maintain your social media. There's VAs for engagement um, on social media. There's VAs that just handle all the back end operations of your business. Um, VAs can be your, basically, I always, uh, one of my other ways to explain it is someone that will like fight your procrastination, <laughs> like your, your um, behind the scenes go-to person, um, whatever that may be. For me, for example, like I do not like writing copy. It's not my favorite thing. It is not something that I love to do. I will do it if I have to, mm-hmm. um, but it's not my favorite thing. And I have outsourced, there are VAs you can hire that um, do have copywriting skills that can help you with copywriting and your Instagram captions. um, And that can help with that. So I've outsourced that before. Um, There's uh, VAs, what else? Gosh, there's VAs. I was an HR VA. So I did a lot of recruiting and phone screens and I helped with a lot of um, screening applicants and scheduling interviews. And I was able, that's how I was able to take my HR experience and leverage it in my, uh, virtual assistant business. So there really truly is any skill you need. You can most likely falls under the umbrella of uh, virtual assisting. Um, and you can work with a virtual, there's not like a unicorn VA. A lot of people will look for a unicorn VA and they'll look for someone that can do it all. Um, versus if you find someone that's focused on their zone of genius and their area of expertise, um, your chances of being happy with the, <laughs> the virtual assistant and having success and you know um, getting those results that you want are a lot higher. So what are some of the, maybe the dreams or aspirations or goals that you have now moving forward? What, what do you want to see in the next six months to a year, five years from now with your business? Yeah, I am really focused on building a community and inspiring, building a community of entrepreneurs who truly want to inspire others, um, support each other, be there for each other. Um, I would love to grow my community to as big as it can be, (laughs) Um, really inspiring others and showing them that you can build a business and you can do anything that you put your mind to. You just um, you just have to put a hundred percent of the effort in and go for it and take those risks and, um, have build that community of high vibe people who just want and support each other in success. Let's talk about pricing just because I know, I mean, obviously it's, it's different for each person that does it, but just to give kind of an idea of somebody who's never hired a VA before, what can they expect? How can they wrap their minds around what it might cost them? Or maybe if they make an investment in a VA, what would that look like? Yeah. I always uh, tell people that ask me this question that it's a range. Most VAs will start at $25 per hour for just general services like email management, calendar management, maybe scheduling and maintaining your social media, um, pretty basic tasks like customer service, responding to emails. 
Um, I've seen that go up to the 35 to $40 an hour um, range. And then from there, for those intermediate skills or more advanced skills, maybe like copywriting, maybe social media management, someone that like creates the content for you, um, maybe like a, someone that creates graphics for you, um, people that have those more advanced skills, I've seen can charge up to the 50 to $60 an hour mark. Um, and then for those really advanced skills like online business management, web design, those can go all the way up to the 80 to $100 an hour mark for sure. Well, that's a good range. Just, I mean, obviously no one's going to hold you to it, but just to give people an idea of what that looks like. And, you know, it, it is um, it, helpful to have kind of that division of duties to have other people help you in your, in your journey. And since we're on a marketing expedition journey, you know, it's certainly helpful to have people scheduling things and copywriters and designers and, you know, continuing to keep that going for you. And it might me make it more cost effective to have a VA rather than having an employee, right? I mean, because they're all 1099, is that right? Yep. Um, so it's a, a very much cost effective to hire a VA because they are 1099. You're saving money on you know, taxes, on benefits, on training them, on um, so much. You're saving so much money versus hiring uh, someone that already has the skill too, doesn't need any training, who is a, you know, a VA who knows what they're doing, who is experienced in marketing. There are marketing VAs out there, someone that knows all of the different systems already. You don't even have to train them. They can just jump right in, schedule out all of your email campaigns um, and just hop right in there and get it done for you. Um, is so like you're saving so much money versus if you were to have an internal employee. Yeah. And I tell people too, sometimes, you know, if you can have an internal employee, maybe it's just one person in charge of your marketing that you can then outsource to versus also having an agency like us where we have, you know, the full service agency setting. But sometimes it's nice to have just somebody to do the the work that, you know, you otherwise wouldn't want to have the agency do because their rates might be different than what a VA could do. And if it's, you know, like those, those skills that are um, helpful to do that just have to get done, right? The data entry, you know, the scheduling, whereas an agency can help direct, you know, direct the strategy and the planning and content, you know, all of the things that need to get done. And then now it's your doer to get those tasks completed. And we've worked with clients that from an agency level, and then we can do a division of duties and say, you know, this would really make sense to have a VA do this for you, as opposed to having, you know, our, our senior graphic designer do this, because this is something that can be done and, and at a more cost-effective rate. So then we can take that money that you're otherwise saving and put it into ad dollars or put it into other projects that maybe we can do collectively as an agency. So there's really different levels, right? There's the DIYers, there's the... So done, do it yourself, done with you, and then done for you. And so there's different levels. And sometimes to make a budget where we want it to be and still accomplish all the goals that we want to accomplish in that marketing strategy plan, having a VA can really help make that budget happen and make all the tactics that we want to take 
go through the process and, and do that. So I love working with VAs when we can and when it makes sense. And we've you utilized VAs and I do, uh, I've, I have a VA helping with my email because I have so many emails after 18 years in business, right? I just love it. I love having the ability to have somebody kind of go through that and understand, you know, and categorize things and, and filter things. And yeah, so I don't have 86,000 unread emails, right? <laughs> Yep, there are e there are VAs that specialize in email management. All they they focus on is making sure you're at inbox zero, and <sighs> they love <Nah>. it. <laughs> and it's just it's the little things in life, you know. It's the the feeling of just not worrying about the things <sighs> that you don't want to worry about. It's just that relief because I before I hired a VA to help me with that. It was the constant, well, didn't you get my email? Didn't you see my email? I'm like, no, I have so many. I can't. I can't keep up with it. And it really does help to have somebody just, you know, go in there and just get it cleaned up and taken care of. And, you know, after having the same email address for 18 years, right? I mean, you could only imagine how my email has just gone crazy with, uh, you know, how I don't know how people got a hold of my email to subscribe me to things I don't ever remember being subscribed to, right? One, one case in point, somehow I got on some buddy's list somehow to get Viagra. And obviously I don't need Viagra. <laughs> you are not the ideal client for that. <laughs> no, no, no. It was like, how is this even possible? So anyway, I guess it's definitely a good tool to have uh, in your arsenal of being an entrepreneur, of having assistance when you need it and, you know, relatively cost effective to do, right? I mean, it just seems a no brainer for people, you know? <laughs> exactly. So, okay, who are some of the helpers along the way for you? What are some resources or things that you've tapped into? Uh, you know, like you said, you wish you would have had that in, in the, along the way, but what are some places that you've gone in order to help you grow your business and get you started into this in this area? Yeah, I think for me, um, I've really had a lot of success on TikTok. Um, that is where I've been able to grow my community, to connect with others who are interested in the virtual assisting world, um, who want to leave their nine to five, especially during the COVID times and the COVID era. A lot of people were at home. And um, now that everyone's going back to work, people don't want to go back. They still want to be home. So connecting with those people that, um, that feel like they could offer something as a virtual assistant has been huge. Um, so I have been very fortunate to be able to grow my TikTok and grow my community and be able to serve my community through TikTok, which has been really, really cool. Um, so that is my like platform of choice. I know that's very crazy. People are like, what? Um, but that is like my plat platform of choice. My I swear by TikTok. Um, and that is how I've been able to, that's where the idea came to. Um, with the Success Society, my membership is that I was getting all of these comments of how do I start my virtual assistant business? I want to start a business. I don't know how. How do I do it? Where do I go? Google is a, you know, search. You can't, it's a yeah. rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, gosh, all of these people are on TikTok are asking me, how do I start this business? Um, when I like, I, what do I, then I thought back, what do, what do I wish I had when I started my yeah. business? some like-minded people, the support and 
the accountability and the resources. And I thought, well, how can I provide that to my community um, on TikTok and be able to serve them and be able to support them and then monetize it? And from that, my membership was was born. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love that TikTok is your platform of choice. I'm always inspired and in learning more. My 13-year-old is the one who really got me into TikTok. Well, he was like 11 at the time, I guess, but he, he had to show me how to use it. And so it's great to see that somebody has have has had such great success utilizing TikTok because it is it's it's a growing platform and more and more people are getting on it all the time. So give me an example of of something that you would do on TikTok and don't tell me you've done dancing because I, I you know I'm sure that's <laughs> a strategy. But tell me a little bit about some of the content that you've provided on TikTok that has helped you in your business. Yeah, um, so I am not one to shake their their butt on TikTok. I haven't gotten that far yet. Maybe, maybe one day, <laughs> but not yet. Um, but there are really great ways to build a community on TikTok. And I think what, well, what I've done, well, there's a few different strategies around TikTok. TikTok is different in the way where it's um, a trend platform. Like you want to, you know, trends will go around and they'll come around and um, you want to put your own spin on the trends. So people will have this viral sound and it'll go viral. And you think, okay, like how can I apply this or make it relatable within my own niche? So TikTok is a, a trend, a, tr a trend platform, I like to say. Um, whereas, you know, Instagram is not like that at all. <laughs> Instagram is not like that at all. Um, also with TikTok, um, you have the ability, you can go live on Instagram, but really when you go live on TikTok, your community really truly um, is getting larger because TikTok is pushing content um, versus Instagram has really stopped pushing your content. And it's really a lot harder to get visible on Instagram right now, whereas TikTok, um, they'll push your content to new people. So new people are inclined to follow you. And then TikTok will reward you and push your videos even to even more people if you go live, if you post more. Granted, right, you know, there's a quality, quality piece to that. Right. Um, but TikTok does reward you if you go live and they do reward you and they'll push your content to more people as it, um, if it does well. So versus Instagram, um, I feel like right now, even with hashtags, even with the discover page, it's a lot harder to get visible versus TikTok. They're pushing your content to a new audience. So new people can actually discover you. I love that. I'm definitely going to have to use TikTok more as a another strategy. I keep saying that. I just need to get on and do it more often. I love that they reward you for doing more. That's awesome. So, okay, along those lines, what's one thing you wish you would have known before you started your business that you learned along the way that you can share with others that they might need to know? Yeah, I think for me, the biggest hurdle was with TikTok, there are videos that will go viral and you'll feel this success and you'll have this feeling of, oh my gosh, my video went viral. I had a hundred new people follow me. I am so excited. Like, this is so cool, right? Like there's that cool factor, like, oh, I have a viral video. Um, but for me, right, it's really hard because then you have that expectation in your head. Okay. I have to have another viral video and I have to grow my audience and I have to 
post X amount of TikToks per day. I have to spend time commenting and engaging. Um, and as I had more and more viral videos, that expectation just really played with my mindset <laughs> and learning how to check myself and really understand how the alg algorithm works. And not only that, remind myself why I am on TikTok, like why I am posting content in the first place. And just because it didn't go viral doesn't mean that 3000 other people didn't see my content. So um, working through those mindset shifts mm -hmm. um, for me and realizing that you know, the part of the journey <laughs> and not comparing myself to uh, like, don't compare yourself to others on TikTok or any other social media platform that is for sure. Um, but to just focus on you and focus and remember why you're serving and why you're posting content um, and less about um, follower count, viral videos, stuff like that. I really like that you said to check yourself because every time I get on TikTok, I just spend way too much time on it and I'm just getting involved and enthralled with the videos. And I just realized, oh my gosh, there was an hour of time I just spent that, you know, I could have been producing content or doing something, right? I mean, it is definitely something that can consume you if you aren't careful, right? Oh yeah. Oh gosh. And um, another cool thing about TikTok too, is as you build your following, um, in your community, you can comment, like people will see. So it, as you engage and you leave comments on other people's posts, um, when other people that might follow you come across those same posts on their For You page, they will see your comment. So it's just like another way for them to get to know you um, because they'll see, even if it's like a funny video that has nothing to do with business, it's like a cute cat video. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is so cute. I like, like, oh my gosh. And then <laughs> my followers, because it's being pushed to the for you page, will also see that video. They will go to the comment section and they will see, oh my gosh, like Rebecca also likes cats uh, nice. and they'll grow, they'll learn, they get to know me even more. So mm -hmm. Yeah, and TikTok has definitely figured out how to give you content that you enjoy, right? I yeah. mean, that you like and want to be a part of, and it does do well with their algorithms. However they figured that out, it's certainly something that, yeah, they continue to, to do more and, and more. So that's awesome. So what are some other marketing strategies that you've taken or some other tactics? I know TikTok is your preferred platform, but let's just talk a little bit more about your marketing journey. How have you built your business and your memberships and everything else aside from TikTok? What else have you done? Oh, yes. Um, so I have built an email list. I realized that I do not want to have all of my audience on one platform. If something, there are so many stories about social media platforms I hear where people lose their Ooh, yeah. accounts and they, something happens and then they have no way to reach their audience. Um, which terrifies me when I realized right. that I was like, I need to start building an email list. Um, and there's a few ways that I do that. So I have a masterclass that I run where um, people on TikTok or my ideal client, I should say, not people on TikTok, my ideal client, um, they are kind of at zero with their business. So I'll have a masterclass where I can show them, you know, just the basics of getting started and, um, 
you know, talk about my membership a webinar, and then um, I can get them through my email list and then engage with them that way and warm them up and do all of those types of marketing things. So I would say besides for TikTok, um, my masterclass is one of my other main sources of getting people onto my email list and then being able to warm them up and convert them from there. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, so how do people get in a hold of you if they are interested in starting their own VA company or maybe they need VA services? Tell us more. How, how can they get involved with you? So if anyone is interested in starting their own virtual service-based business, it can be a, you know, online business manager, a VA, or even if you don't know, <laughs> you don't know, um, I can help. I do also have a free matchmaking service. So if anyone is looking to outsource for, and looking for an amazing VA, um, I can definitely, you know, connect, find you the right person for your business. Um, so definitely reach out to me. My website is workwithbecca.com. And then I'm also on Instagram, workwithbecca. Um, and yeah, feel free to reach out. Oh, and what are you on TikTok? Oh, on TikTok. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my handle is virtual assistant coach. Virtual assistant coach. Excellent. I'll have to go check that out for sure. And I'll have to check out those cat videos that you were talking about. <laughs> That's where I get, I spend all my time with the cat videos. I was literally like two hours later and I'll watch every cat video on TikTok. I'm like, I don't even own a cat. <laughs> um, okay. One more question for you. If you could step yeah. into my shoes for a minute, be a podcaster for a second. What should I have asked you that I didn't already ask you about? Um, <laughs> I think you covered, I think you covered most of, of everything. Do you want to talk, like, say if someone's worried about, like, if they're nervous about starting on TikTok, like for steps? Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's share a little bit. If people haven't utilized it, what can they do? How can they do it? What, what's some just basic getting started? I'd love it. Yeah. So if someone's just getting started on TikTok, I know it feels really, really intimidating, but it truly does get easier over time. Start small, start with little videos, post a video every single day, um, share things like tips or the behind the scenes of your business. If you don't even feel comfortable showing your, your face at first, totally fine. There's so much you can do um, and show and start building your audience without booty shaking and without um, <laughs> feeling like, you know, you don't know what you're doing because you're going to feel like you don't know what you're doing at the beginning. It's a new app. It's a new platform. I have never edited any videos before in my entire life before TikTok. Take it one day at a time and start small and you'll be, you'll be a TikTok expert in no time. And TikTok, it's not like you can really schedule things out, right? Or can you schedule posts? It's just right in the moment, right? You can um, save TikToks as drafts. So you can, yes. Yeah, so I will have days where I batch content and I will record 50 TikToks. And then throughout the week, I will post. <laughs> but the best yeah. TikToks are the ones that aren't planned. Let me tell you, <laughs> the best ones, the ones that always go viral are always the ones that um, are in the moment for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. That seems, that seems like it's original, authentic content that people are after. I love it. Excellent. Okay. So one more question. What's kind of the biggest surprise or, or kind of just something that you didn't expect that happened in the last few months? What happened and why? Yeah, no, something that's been really unexpected for me is 
seeing my clients start their virtual assistant businesses. And then six months later, realizing that they have found a different passion in being a coach or being a web designer or being something completely different than being a virtual assistant, but they were able to get their foot in the door and feel confident being an entrepreneur and a business owner by starting their business as a virtual assistant. So I think that has been really, really cool to see someone start as a VA and then pivot and um, become a mental health coach who now has a booked out group program. So just showing people and really um, being able to see people's journeys, whether wherever that may take them, starting as a VA and then either to agency or pivoting to something completely different. Excellent. Okay, so all of these wonderful, great tips, we'll put them in the show notes. We'll put your link in the show notes. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for having me. Excellent. And so for those of you who are listening, uh, if you wouldn't mind, go share this with somebody else because you know that there's somebody out there who needs a virtual assistant or wants to become a virtual assistant and Becca can help you with that, right? So go share this. And then of course, always give us a review because those are like the best kind of compliment you could give us on the marketing expedition podcast. And thank you. And and for those of you listening until next time, enjoy the journey. Thanks for listening to the marketing expedition podcast. Find more online at peppershock.com. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place. People like you gather in our online community to build relationships with others and find the latest marketing trends, tactics, tools, and technology. We help you build your brand and your bottom line. Start your adventure today. Visit themarketingexpedition.com to find out more.